Did you know that many symptoms of anxiety can actually be tied to the things that we are purposefully doing to our body? Today, I talk about ways that you can eliminate some anxiety symptoms from yourself and possibly your students. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm so glad you've decided to join me for this episode because this is one that I feel so passionate about right now. I'm kind of like one of those annoying people who is so excited about something that they can't help but share it with everyone I know. Kind of like a new show on Netflix that you're watching and you just want everyone to know how good it is. So that's kind of how passionate I am about today's topic. So where it all started? Well, I was in therapy And I totally feel like that is where most of my stories start. But I was explaining to my therapist how each morning I was waking up with heart palpitations and checking in with my body each day. I knew that heart palpitations are one of my symptoms of anxiety. Whenever I'm feeling in that fight or flight mode, my heart just begins racing like crazy. So my therapist was giving me tips on how to get rid of this feeling. And he said, you know, get up right away. Don't just sit in bed and and ruminate on the scary things that might happen that day and just let them sit in my mind and wander. So that worked. You know, I, I, really monitored that. And I, I'd get up and I'd walk more and I'd walk around the house and getting started with my day, the racing heart seemed to calm down. But waking up with a racing heart would still send me into a panic every morning and into that anxiety spiral. Because when I'd wake up, I'd feel it. And my mind would just immediately go to, well, what am I supposed to be fearful of today? You know, what or who am I needing to protect myself from. So it was just really starting my day on the wrong foot. But then there was one morning when everything totally clicked and I made kind of like a major breakthrough. So one of my fun and delish habits uh, is to eat a sweet before bed each night. And this was something I had done, you know, with my sister since I was a child. Each night we would have our own bowl of ice cream right before bed. It was kind of like our nightly ritual. And of course, I'm not going to change that. Like, (laughs) I'm a grown woman, and now I have upgraded to Ben and Jerry's every night. And no, I would not eat an entire pint each night. That is crazy. I would just maybe like eat like a quarter of the pint each night. And this particular week, I ran out of my Ben and Jerry's and we go to the grocery store every Saturday. So, you know, there was a couple of days before we were going back to the store. So I was just going to have to suck it up and go without my ice cream for a few days. But wouldn't you know it that when I woke up the next morning without the Ben and Jerry's, I had zero heart palpitations. I mean, I woke up fully fine, no fear, a glorious morning. I was waking up and getting ready for school and I had no fear. And that got me questioning. Like I had this voice in my head that was like, are you kidding me? Like, is it my ice cream that is causing these heart palpitations? 
So then I decided I was going to complete a nice little experiment on myself. So I'm not going to deny that I'm a complete sweets fan. I may have had one of those Sam's Club boxes of mini cheesecake squares in my freezer for just me because I'm the only one that eats them in this house. No judgment. Uh, So I was like, okay, I'm going to eat three of these little squares. They are tiny. Trust me. Um, I'm going to eat three of these squares tonight and I'm going to see how I feel in the morning. And wouldn't you know it, the minute I woke up, the heart palpitations were totally back and strong as before. And I didn't eat them for a couple of days. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break. I took off, no heart palpitations. And I just couldn't believe it. Now, I wasn't sure exactly what about the sweets was the problem, but I was starting to believe that my current anxiety was completely based off of my love for like Ben and Jerry, my buddies, like they were doing me dirty. So I had headed to my doctor. I called him up and I was like, I need to see like if this is some kind of diabetes, is it a blood sugar issue? But I he conducted all the tests and all of them came back fine. That was not what it is. So In my research, I was trying to figure out what was going on, and I found this book on Amazon, uh, and I purchased it called Anxiety Free with Food, uh, and the author is Liana Werner Gray, and I read up on what could possibly be going on with my diet that would cause me extra anxiety. So there was one key item that I realized could be blowing up my body, and I didn't even realize how horribly it was playing a role in my emotions and my body. So what I learned from this book, Anxiety Free with Food, was that there are some foods that we eat which are considered neurotoxic. And neurotoxic is defined as referring to damage to the brain or the nervous system caused by exposure to natural or man-made toxic substances. So she goes on to state that these foods are also anxiogenic, which means that they are anxiety producing. Like who even knew that was a word, anxiogenic? Um and that they cause inflammation, they weaken the immune system, and then they can ultimately be destructive to brain cells and nerves. Now, I don't know all of the info that goes into like how our foods get made and all of the ingredients that go into them. But what I did know, and what I do know, is that I am not super into like putting stuff into my body that is going to harm it. And so by doing my little experiment, I really did have firsthand experience of seeing the results of putting these foods into my body. So I knew that I had to make an immediate change if I was going to feel any better. The food that I knew that I had to eliminate as much as possible was refined sugar. And it turned out that refined sugar is one of those neurotoxic substances out there that causes anxiety. And when I found this out, I was in huge trouble. Um, Anyone that knows me or knew me like prior to about a year ago knew that I ate all of the sweets and all of the time. There was not a sweet that I would turn down. And now that I'm finding out like Anything with table sugar, brown sugar, or like corn syrup was going to increase my anxiety. So reflecting back, like there was a time when I would literally drink a can of Mountain Dew at school daily. The amount of sugar and caffeine in just that can alone, like there, it's no wonder I was having practical panic attacks at school. So I've been slowly replacing my usual foods and treats with new foods and treats that are more natural and closer to clean eating. There's no way I can give up sweets, like absolutely no way. I, that's what gets me into eating things. But now what I've done is just I've added in more fruits because they're sweet and they're natural maple syrup and honey because those are two natural sweeteners. And I'm really, yeah, I'm just really trying to go as natural as possible. 
But where it really hit me was when I realized that I was pushing refined sugar on my students. And I know all of my elementary teachers out there know how well prizes can influence some, you know, positive work out of our students. And my kids were all about like the mini sized M&Ms and Jolly Ranchers. And then I just about died when I realized that I was compromising their tiny growing brains just so that I could praise them for doing a good job on their progress monitoring. And so I decided right then and there that I would no longer be rewarding any positive behavior with sugar. I mean, if I was cutting it out of my own life for my like well-being, how in the world could I push it on them? I mean, you know those party days. You know how insane the students get once that they've had that holiday party and then you're sending them off to like music class and you feel sorry for that teacher because the kids are absolutely insane. And it isn't cute that they're bouncing off the walls. I mean, it's because the sugar is actually causing a reaction in their brain. And it isn't fair that we're setting them up to fail because they've gotten these snacks and they're, you you know, the behavior issues just escalate on party days. And yes, we, we kind of always thought it was, oh, because it's a party, it's a fun day. But truly, it's also all that sugar that they're putting in their body is becoming neurotoxic for them and causing these reactions. So thanks for listening to like my passionate TED talk on sugar. (laughs) My, My two key points that I hope you take away from today's podcast are if you're someone who is currently dealing with some feelings of anxiety, I would totally recommend that you take a deep look at your diet and see if it's possible that what you are putting in your body may actually be causing the symptoms that you could be mistaking as anxiety. I know I was. So, and the second please contemplate if you are feeding these ingredients to your students. I mean, I can't control what you do, but these little guys, they may already be dealing with some brain issues from trauma. And then when we're continuing to feed these issues by giving them more sugar, it isn't helpful. And we can't control what their parents are giving them at home. We know that they send them in with snacks that are pure sugar, but I know just that we can do our small part by giving them a fighting chance while they're actually at school and we can teach them those better habits. So thank you for joining me today. Please keep up to date with me on social media at a mindful teacher, and I will talk with you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at a mindful teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com. 